Chapter 22 of Nettie and Becky's Tap Tale. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Maria Abrenica, World Audiobooks Podcast. Nettie and Becky's Tap Tale by Howard R. Garris. Chapter 22. Becky and the Hen Organ Man. Becky, said Mrs. Tabtail, the lady bear, as she came into the sitting room in the cave house when the little cub girl was playing with her rubber doll. Becky, I wonder if you are well enough to go to the store for me. Of course I am, Mama, answered Becky. My cold and cough is all cured now. I can go to school next week, I think. I hope so, said Mrs. Tabtail, for you have been very ill. I told you, you know about how Becky had to take some very bitter, sour medicine and how she fooled the bad lion with it. And since her illness, Becky had not been to school, but she was better now, and that's why Mrs. Tabtail thought perhaps the little bear girl could go to school. Well, as long as you think you are able to be out, went on the mama bear, I'd like you to bring me a cake of yeast. I want to bake some bread. I would go to the store for it myself went on Mrs. Tapdale. Only I have to stay in the house, since Aunt Fifi is visiting over at Mrs. Wibblewobble's duck pond, and I expect Mrs. Bow Wow, the dog lady, might call this afternoon. That's why I ask you to go for the yeast, Becky. Oh, Mama, I don't in the least mind, said Becky politely. I think the walk will do me good. It is a nice day, though it does look as though it were going to snow. And I'll take my doll, Isabella Trolley called Jump Kitchen, along with me. She needs the air, too. Well, wrap up warmly, spoke Mrs. Tabdale, and don't catch any more cold. No, I won't let the cold catch me, laughed Becky, as she looked for her little red jacket hanging on the hat rack. So the little bear girl started off through the woods to go to the store for a yeast cake for her mama. The store was kept by a nice, kind old pussycat lady, and when Becky got there, the pussycat was just drinking a saucer of warm milk. Would you like some, my dear? asked she of Becky. Thank you, I would, said the little bear girl, politely. So before buying her yeast cake, Becky had some nice, warm milk and a molasses cookie, which the cat lady storekeeper baked all by her own self. Now be careful and don't lose your change said the lady cat, as she gave the pennies to Becky, and put the yeast cake into your pocket where it won't fall out. I will, answered Becky. Off she started for home, with the pennies and the silver-covered yeast cake rattling around in her pocket. Now a yeast cake, as I guess you all know, is something to make a loaf of bread light and fluffy. The yeast makes the bread all full of little holes so that the butter won't fall of it when you spread it on. Well, Becky was going along, thinking how much nicer it was to be well than ill. And she was wondering what the animals' girls would say to her when she went back to the school. When all of a sudden, Becky heard someone crying behind a clump of bushes. My goodness, cried the little bear girl. That's a man. You see, she could tell right away that it was no animal crying. Yes, it's a man, thought Becky and she got ready to run as soon as she could see which way to go, so as not to run into the man. For most men, 
Becky knew would like to carry away a little bear cub like herself. Then Becky heard the crying again, and a voice said, Oh dear, how sad I am. Poor George has run away and left me. George, thought Becky. Why, that was the name of the nice tame trained bear that Nidhi and I ran off to trouble with some time ago. I wonder if the man can be the professor who blew on the shiny brass horn. So Becky peeked around the corner of the bramble briar bush behind which the crying man was hiding, and she saw that he wasn't the professor gentleman at all. He was a hand organ man with a nice fur coat, and he was crying as hard as he could cry, that man was. I don't think he'd be cruel to me, thought Becky. Anyhow, he's in trouble, and maybe I can help him. Besides, hand organ men must always have monkeys, and if they are kind to the monkeys, they'll probably be kind to little bear girls. I'm going to ask him if I can help him. Just the hand organ man cried again and said, Oh dear, oh, George, why did you ever run away and leave me? Oh, I forgot to tell you that the reason Becky knew the crying man played a hand organ was because there was a hand organ standing up against a tree near him. Only he wasn't playing it just then. You can't very well play a hand organ and cry at the same time. At least I never saw anyone do it. Though, of course, it may be done. What is the matter, hand organ man? asked Becky, politely, making a little bow as she stepped in front of him. Why do you cry? And who is George? Was he a little bear? Oh, no, said the man, who could understand bear talk and speak it too. No, George was not a bear. He was a monkey, and he used to do lots of tricks as I played the music. But he has run away and left me. Then Becky noticed that there was no monkey with a hand organ, as there should have been by rights. So you are crying for George, is that it? She asked the man who was wiping away his tears on the back of his cup. That is just why, little bear girl, he said. I have no monkey to do funny tricks when I play the music, and unless I have a monkey, the people will not give me pennies. Oh, I have no money. I can't get any, and I'm so hungry. Poor hand organ man, exclaimed Becky. Maybe I could be a monkey for you. You? exclaimed the man. Why? You are too big, but I thank you just the same. I know I am a little larger than a monkey, said Becky but I can do tricks. I learned them from some circus animals when my brother Neddy and I ran away with a bear named George. At first, I thought you meant the bear George. No, my monkey was named George too, said the hand organ man. But let me see you do some tricks. So Becky danced around in the woods, played soldier as she had seen the bear George too, and she climbed a tall tree, and then she stood on her hind paws and begged like a little poodle dog and the man exclaimed, Why, that's just fine. Now we'll have a little music. So he played a jolly tune, and Becky did more tricks. Then the man said, Will you come with me for a while, little bear girl, and do tricks for the people while I play? In that way, I may get some pennies even if I have no monkey. Yes, I will come with you for a little while, said Becky, but I cannot stay very long, for my mama expects me home with a yeast cake. So Becky went with the hand organ man down to the city where he played, and such nice tricks as the little bear girl did. 
The hand organ man said she was better than his monkey. And I guess the boys and girls who saw Becky climb a telegraph pole thought so too. Anyhow, the man got lots of pennies which Becky took up in his cup, passing it around in her paws. Then it was time for her to go home, but the hand organ man was sorry to have her leave him. Maybe I'll help you again someday, said Becky. I hope so, said the man, and he didn't cry any more, for he had many pennies to buy food, and he gave Becky half of the pennies for her own self. Wasn't he good? And on the way home, a bad old tiger from the circus chased Becky, but she threw the bright shining yeast cake at him, and the tiger thought it was a bullock from a bang-bang gan, and he was so frightened for fear he might get shot that he ran off and left Becky alone. Then she picked up the yeast cake, which was only bent sideways a little bit, and get safely home with it, and it made a nice loaf of bread. And on the next page, if the wallpaper doesn't jump off the ceiling and go to sleep in the baby's crib, I'll tell you about Neddy playing the piano. End of chapter 22. Recording by Maria Brenica, World Audiobooks Podcasts.